and welcome to episode 51 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 27th of September, 2017. I'm Darren. Joining me as always is Terry. Hi, Darren. How's it going? Not bad. Not bad at all. Yourself? Exhausted. <laughs> yeah. You can probably hear it in my voice that I've got a little bit of exhaustion and a little bit of Eurogamer aids kicking in. Yeah. Luckily, I don't have any wood to touch apart from, you know. Um, and that And that's not worth touching, is it? Not really, no. There's not a lot of it. It's more of a splinter. Um, anyway, yeah, luckily, thus far, I haven't felt the effects of Eurogamer AIDS other than my stomach's really been off uh, since we got back. We um, did eat shit for the entire weekend. We did eat shit, so I'm thinking I'm going to blame that. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, not too bad so far other than just being really fucking tired which is why we're recording on a wednesday yeah because um, i slept for nearly 10 hours last night i know you lucky bastard um but yeah so um not feeling too bad but it's about time that you got a cold because i think it was pointed out the other day that you've not had a cold in a while so it was one a month for the first five months um uh-huh. and uh you'd be happy to know that there's a cold going around the office so Ooh, fingers crossed. A week or two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> October, we should be starting again. Fantastic. Yeah. Get this. Get this ball rolling. Let's get back to some mon- normality. God damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. We 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 did a thing, Darren. We we did Eurogamer. Yeah. We're gonna get straight. Well, okay. We did more than Eurogamer. Uh. We we did a thing where we went to Eurogamer, but I went to Eurogamer via your house. Yes. Um. And in the midst of all that, you, Darren, you, you should, I hate to say it, but you showed me the ways of 4K HDR and Dolby Atmos. For the amount of piss taking that I did, it was like, yay, Atmos, experiencing that firsthand. It's all right, isn't it? It's not bad. Um, yeah, that's that's a hell of a setup that you've got both upstairs in the man cave and in the living room. I mean, we were watching uh, John Wick 2 and it's just like, but there's sound everywhere. What the fuck? Uh, And the picture was, I think, secondary to the audio, which was like, holy shit, this is happening all around me. Holy fuck, holy Mm -hmm. fuck. Which I think I even said to you, I can understand now why you don't go to a cinema because there really is no fucking need Mm. uh, because you've got a much better setup uh, at home than what you know any cinema would have so yeah it's cool you know what it was it was quite impressive um as part of Eurogamer we did a lot of drinking we did we yeah. saw a lot of people yep lots of hugs uh, yep lots of manly sweaty men hugs a lot of sweaty man love was going on around that uh we lost his virginity to five guys and not that's nothing to do with the sweaty man love that we just <laughs> went on about so <laughs> we both had five guys yeah need to clarify that uh I probably need to segment these out a little bit better. Um, so the f- <laughs> um, yeah, we went to Five Guys for the first time. And yeah. Darren, boy, was it incredible. It was an amazing burger. Uh, to be fair, I came back and showed Christina pictures of it. And she went, I need to try that. <laughs> yeah. So I've actually found the local restaurants. So I say restaurants, the local takeaways. So I can see you sampling them in the near future. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I mean, restaurant has been very kind considering it was like you get your order in a just a brown paper bag yeah. with just grease stains all over it's just like there yeah, this is this is how it's supposed to be 
and then you do that initial unveil of the burger and it's like holy fuck and then you get the little fries with it and it's like here's a cup of fries here's an extra cup of fries we're just gonna like dump in the bag with it uh yeah. and it was a magical experience it's 15 quid but you know what it was it was worth it it was yeah i really enjoyed it so yeah it was good it was a good weekend we'll talk about the actual event in a bit um yeah by the looks of it but yeah um couple of the things i have officially become a strava wanker you have and as of monday i started doing the couch to 5k stuff you did indeed how you finding it a lung supposed to burn as much as mine were um uh, initially yes uh-huh okay you know, it was one of those where it's like because i'm using I think it's called like five k runner or something like that, and I'm just like the the woman on there's like, okay, keep going, and I'm like, fuck off, <laughs> and it tells you, you know, when you're supposed to start running, and stop running, blah blah blah. And yeah. It's just like just cursing her every single time she's telling me to run. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! But yeah, it's it's a thing that I've done, and I can't say I'm enjoying it at the moment. However, I know that this is going to lead to good stuff, so yeah. I can't complain about it. Um. Like I said, I've become a travel wanker, so it's one of those where it's like even just going on walks and stuff like that, and recording those and and feeling good about it. So yeah, good. Uh, like today on my dinner, I went out for a forty-three minute walk. I did see that, and I was uh, like, "Wow, what yeah. has happened to Terry?" I know it's just like I went for a casual walk before, but now this is like a proper. I found a route I can take, uh, and it takes me about forty minutes at the moment. I'm hoping that with this couch to 5k stuff that i could be doing that in much less time yeah running it so yeah other than that that's that that's really been about it to be honest with you so i've actually done stuff this time around fantastic what about yourself darren a few things so i picked up the new iphone 8 mm. it's exactly like the iphone 7 and the iphone 6 oh. yeah. oh. um to be fair i'm still using the same case that i had for the iphone 6 um mm-hmm. To be fair, uh, I'm part of the Apple upgrade program, so uh, it was it was a case of handing over my old one and I get a new shiny one, and you're like, there you go, off you go. So yeah. it was it was fairly easy to do. Noticeable things, it's got it's got wireless charging, which is pretty cool. Okay. Do you uh, have a wireless charger? I have two now because because I am me. <laughs> huh. I was like, <laughs> I need, <laughs> and then went out and bought a couple. So there's one in the man cave, there's one in the car. Nice. Which is pretty cool. You just kind of throw your phone down. It does charge things. That's really cool because when they announce it and it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, so um, we've got wireless charging. Uh, <clears throat> 2018. And it's just like, but what's the point in touting it then? Uh, but then I, I forget that there's like third party stuff. Yeah, so they're using uh, the QI technology and this has been around for ages. This is the stuff that IKEA build into all their furniture. Uh yeah, yeah. So I, IKEA do um, a lot of the wireless charging ports on on a lot of their like side tables and 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 bedroom cabinets and things like that. And it's that I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, really cool. Yeah. So I mean, I I was able to pick up uh, two chargers, both of them. Uh, so I got a, a, a kind of a basic one uh, to go in the car, and that was about a tenner. And uh, I got one for the man cave, which was a fast charger. With like dual coils, and that was only fifteen quid, right? Uh, but it's pretty cool, yeah. You put them on, charge it pretty fast. That's some fancy shit. Yeah, but I mean, your whole house is full of fancy shit, so yeah, I like toys. You do. And the only other really noticeable difference 
that I've seen so far is it's got the uh, the True Tone color on there. Um, so the, the, the latest iPad Pro has got it as well. So when you're looking at pictures, it kind of makes it look more normal. Okay. But what it does do, because you've got an increased uh, contrast range, it does, um, it does like a fake HDR. So mm. it's like if you're watching anything from the store now, uh, you can watch that in HDR and same with the Netflix HDR and you get a lot better color. Right, okay. That doesn't sound too bad. No, no, no. So it's all right. Um, it, it's not like true HDR screen like you're going to get on the iPhone X, but it's still better than the the 7. So at the end of the day, I just handed my old one back and, and got given this one. It's just like, ah, well, it's got some new stuff, so sorted. Hmm. Yeah, it's it, it does sound like mind-blown sort of thing, but it's, it's, I mean, because you have part of this upgrade program, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all it's cost me is the the trip down to Leicester, and that's it. The cool thing was, I, I went down and uh, me being OCD as I am, uh, mm-hmm. I saved all the box, I had everything all packaged away and all the rest of it. I hadn't even used the headphones or the charge cable or anything like that from the 7. It's like, oh, we don't need that, you keep it. I'm like, yeah, but what? it's got headphones in and stuff. It's like, it don't matter, it's we've got loads. <laughs> so basically, I came away with two boxes. Huh. So uh, we could have got it in uh, Birmingham. Yeah, we could have. We could have done yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. That's cool, though. Yeah, and when I was down there, I picked up the Apple TV 4K as well. So oh, that's okay. kind of cool. So it's very similar to the Apple TV 4. But mm. guess what? It does 4K. Whoa. I can't take the piss anymore. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, Darren. But, but the cool thing is that they've upgraded a lot of my movies to 4K. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we're at that point where people don't quite get it at the moment. So, for example, Baywatch has just come out on on Blu-ray. Okay, yeah. Which we'll discuss later. We will. And people were selling the codes on eBay, not realizing mm-hmm. that it's actually 4K iTunes code. That's mental. Yeah, so I, I was on there and I picked it up and I got it and I watched it and I went, wow, that's an amazing film. But we will discuss that later. We will discuss that later, yes. But yeah, it cost me six quid for the 4K version of it. Which was amazing. That's ridiculous, but awesome at the same time. And uh, soon people will catch on, put 4K on there, and double the price. You've you've let it out now. I know. It's too I fucking know. late. God damn it. Let's see what else. Um, so Jason and I went on a recruiting drive at Eurogamer. Yes, you did. We're trying. Uh, so so Jason's got this vision of having up to fifty midlife gamers all doing the course at the same time, doing the tough motor in May. So we went on a recruitment drive. Now, Jace, Jace went on a mission, just doing a Jace thing. Um, I spoke to quite a few people, and quite a few people said, yeah, let's do that. One of them was you, Terry. Unfortunately, yes, it was. So uh, you, in my infinite stupidity, I was uh, just sat drinking, talking, and got pulled out. And was like, just say yes. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sit back down. And I'm like, you never say what? yes to Jace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Never. But I, uh... <laughs> I feel like you have to say yes to Jess, otherwise he just berates you with shit, but he does that anyway, so god damn it. So yeah, um, so you're going to be signing up for it, which is awesome. Yeah, um, apparently so. Eddie mm-hmm. is also signing up for it, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. I uh, did speak to a few other people. I mean, Trev was one, then he had to go and... I mean, what a way of getting out of it by damaging his shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, that's like come forget. on, <laughs> that's, that's extreme. Uh, actually, on that note, Trev, I really hope you get better soon because, man, you damage yourself bad. 
Yeah, coming from this six-year-old, uh, I do want to wish Trev the best. At, uh, as, well, his shoulder specifically, but uh, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. So what, not one way to celebrate a weekend is, is by doing damage. Yeah. Let's see, who else said they were going to do it? I, I, I know Kev's doing it. He's already put his name down. So hats off to you, Kev. Column, I believe you said you were going to do it. <laughs> Seeing is believing. But there again, we, we know Column, you don't listen to this, so... <laughs> as we discussed on Saturday Yeah, night. I was quite disappointed by that, you know. All, <laughs> all this love that he once gave us, and now he doesn't seem to give a shit. I know, I know. It's disgusting. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, talking about injuries, I've really managed to damage my heel. And I don't know what I've done, but I've proper screwed my heel up like I can't walk. Like, wow, okay. So I, I did go to the docks and he went, oh, you've done a something something, and it's some, like, name that I can't remember. Long story short, it, it's the him, impact on the heel and it's just kind of bruised internally or something, something. And mm-hmm. he said, oh, just just stay off it for a week so you should be all right. Awesome. Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, I'm walking around, but I'm kind of hobbling. So, I mean, you're going to be working from home for the next week? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm still parking in the park and ride. I'm walking a mile to work because I'm stupid. But... So, you're not doing the thing he's actually advising you to do? <laughs> well, I haven't been out for a run this week. So that okay. I think that's one of the main contributors. So wait, hang on. I've been out for two run-ish runs this week. No, actually, I, I did. I did do a five k on Monday, and that really, really, really hurt. And that's why I went to the doctors. Yeah, I did see that on uh, on Strava. Where he was just like most painful five <laughs> k ever. It was. It was horrendous. Um, but yeah, so uh, fingers crossed. By by next week, I should be back on form. So yeah, that's about it. Uh, so Terry, let's get on hmm. to first part. So Terry, do you have anything anything at all? No, but you seem to be coming up with one that maybe I'll jump in on in a bit when you've discussed yours. So yes, so I think we ha- we both have things to say about this. My face palm is the current layout of EGX. So for many years, I mean, I I spent all weekend whinging to about this, but uh, for many years, I've kind of enjoyed going along, standing behind people, watch them play. Um, I've never been one for really queuing, um, but being able to walk past people and think, oh, that actually looks good. Oh, look, look at the mechanic that's going on there. Mm. The fact that this year they've got rid of the 18 section and they've just enclosed everything. It's one of the most baffling decisions uh, I can think of but I kind of see why they've done it because I think I said to you, it's like building up the hype of no, no, no to see it and play it. You actually have to line up your bastard and it's just, but, Oh yeah. But I mean, (laughs) we got in there early on, on the Saturday and Mm. the queues were already two hours deep. Yeah. And to be fair, I think I mentioned on the last show, there was no game that I was dying to play. And definitely no game that I was w- willing to stand in a queue for two hours for. Uh, not that most yeah. of them are coming out. They're either out or they're out within the next month. There was stuff I wanted to see, but nothing that I was like, we have to do this. But yeah. um, like, for example, uh, Detroit and Far Cry and then realized, oh, wait, you've enclosed this. Why? God damn it. Why? Yeah. Um, Which is just absolutely bizarre. And to be honest, if the layout's like that next year... I don't think I'm even going to bother going in. I'm going to say it's probably going to be the same. Um, You you didn't see the survey I filled in. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, I haven't filled out a survey as of yet, but that would be uh, 
I, I would like to see a copy of that so if you've got it somewhere. Don't want no but... swear words, but it were like, really? <laughs> I've been going for six I am really long. fucked up. No, <laughs> I am really perturbed. <laughs> uh, but it's it was we kind of came to the conclusion that it felt soulless. Yeah. Um, gone with the days from two years ago where you had Xbox and Sony literally right next to one another and they were shouting things from a stage at X, from Xbox to Sony and vice versa. And, yeah. da, 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 da. and it was just like Sony had their version of that. It was very small compared to what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, and Xbox were just like, we've just got these fucking walled off booths just look you either line up or you're not going to see shit and it's just like but i just want to see gameplay but why do you feel like you need to stop me from doing this but yeah i mean a very very silly example of of kind of the state of play of of vgx was about half 11 ish you and me kind of just chilled out on some beanbags and just did some street passy stuff. Yeah. We didn't really have to fight for those beanbaggy things, and there was a, not a ton of people. Usually you have to fight for that sort of stuff, and it felt yeah. like, oh, no, there's just fucking two free beanbags here. Let's just chill out and stuff. And, I mean, I've got photos from, obviously, when we first walked in, and it's just like, it's it's so quiet in here. Yeah. It's so quiet, but I don't know. I, I said it during... You know, I I like being surrounded by people, like-minded people, and I like being surrounded by video games and and that sort of stuff, and it's cool, Um, but this was, like, just kind of disappointed by it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Unless there's some absolutely fucking huge game next year, I'm looking at you, Borderlands 3, that's going to be there. I'm probably going to be the same as you and maybe not do it. I don't know yet. I say that now, but... Or even maybe just pick up an afternoon pass or something, something. Yeah. Because to be uh, fair, we were in there for just under three hours. And I I think the last two hours we'd forced out of it. We're like, well, let's do another loop just in case we've missed something. Let's look at merch stuff that we won't buy any of because Reasons and Blizzard store was really overly priced. But yeah. God damn, they've got so many shiny Overwatch stuff, Darren. Um, mm. But yeah, I, it, it, I don't know. It was a, it was a gaming event. Um, I mentioned Insomnia to you, but that seems more of a PC-centric thing that's yeah, run yeah. by games, so that wouldn't fit us. Maybe we should just fuck it all off and just go to like Gamescom or something. Maybe, maybe, or even uh, E3 or something. Don't tease me, Darren. Be all right, wouldn't it? Man, that'd be so good. I've always wanted to go to E3. But yeah, that's that's my face palm. Is um, the soul has been sucked out of EGX, and it, it's uh, I, maybe that, or we're just starting to get old now, and we're no longer the tar- target audience, and no longer willing to spend the two or three hours queuing up. Or maybe there's just not the games out at the moment mm. that make us want to queue up. Maybe remember, we become self-aware. Maybe because I, I remember the year when Titanfall was there, we literally ran in and ran to that queue. Yeah, we were second to play that game yeah. on a Thursday. It was awesome. I mean, I remember Earl's Court when we were queuing up all the way underneath and, mm-hmm. you know, and we couldn't wait to get in. There's all the excitement. And now it was just like, meh. 
I think I feel like this is is kind of like the mid generation console generation lull. Uh, I mean, that 2013 that we ran for Titanfall was the year that it all came out, and yeah, yeah. I, that was my first Eurogamer, and I think that was probably my best Eurogamer. But it's because it had this massive console generation leap, and it's like, holy shit, this looks amazing, and I'm playing it on a console. Uh, but now, kind of the shines off the apple on that one. It's like now it's just about games, games, games. But if I can't see them and I have to line up for hours to play them, or if I've already played the beta, or they're out in a month, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh! I did think about Face Palm. It's related to EGX. So mm. apparently, a ten-year-old kid can get in his press. Yes. And this, this, I again, this goes onto the maybe we've we've we're just too old for it. It baffled me um, because it was a father and son, yeah. Uh, but they were Twitch streamers, but they were press badge owners, and I'm just like the actual fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know the guys from Midlife Gamer, they had the industry passes, and there were some people walking around with the press lanyards, and I'm just like. I wonder what the bar is to get to the press level because if a Twitch streamer and his son can get in as press, um, as awful as it sounds, surely anyone can do it? I think the bar is pretty low. So basically within a year, if I manage to like start streaming and get like a follower, do you think I'd be able to become a press? I think it's more the content provider. Sure, yeah. So if you for do example, a thing... If if we'd actually put articles up on the Checkpoint Done site, or well, well, I I reckon the bar's that low at the moment. We could get in as press. But the thing is, is that they were Twitch streamers, so I don't think they're even doing articles. They're just literally, here's my face playing a game. Done. Yeah, but all the big Twitch and YouTubers are just doing that. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. that that allows you to get in as. Yeah. Press. I think the the with the article stuff and the reviews and that sort of thing, I think that would get us more into the industry side. But mm. I I can't I don't understand the differentiation Tell you what, next, between next year. Go for it. Yeah. Do it. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see because we tried looking for, but the registration site was obviously closed. Um. But yeah, it makes me wonder with the numbers. But yeah, that was a thing that kind of got me, and I'm just like, am I old? Do I not understand this fucking industry anymore? You what are the six. Fuck? <laughs> I am six, which, you know, in dog years is, yeah, he's, yeah, goddamn. It's about right, about 30. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's about right, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So anyway, that was Phase Palm. Checkpoint. So Terry, let us discuss what we've played. Now, you've put down here the eject stuff. Do you, do you want to have a quick whistle through those? Because it wasn't really a lot. Sure. So we was like, right, okay, let's just walk around and see what happens. And then we found this back corner mm. of the convention center, past like all the PC stuff, and it's like where they were selling the old the uh, old arcade games. No, they weren't. They were selling arcade machines. Yeah, I like which them. I'm pretty sure we're running on MIM. Those things were fucking shit hot. You had a quick go on 1942. Yeah, that was awesome. We both played Simpsons Arcade, which I was in my element on a really fucking beautiful four-player stand-up arcade cabinet. That was only two and a half grand as well. You know, the the day I become rich, that's probably going to be one of the first purchases I make because that thing was beautiful. I've been mentally working out how I can fit into the man cave. I think you should move a few things, but it could probably go in. I can I can see that. I could probably 
help you find room for that. If needs be, you can always bring it to mine. Oh, thanks. And then I can, yeah. Yeah. Um, we found this uh, in the same area, this awesome fucking video pinball thing that was a weird mind fuck, but it was amazing. So walking up to the arcade cabinets, that was on Avatar. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, let's have a look at pinball. And all of a sudden it was Terminator 2. And it's just like, what the fuck? So the backboard app and the actual table itself is just video. Yeah. But you've got the internal flippers and bumpers. So as you're playing the video version of the pinball, you're still feeling, you're getting the feedback of the bumpers, the, mm. the, all that sort of stuff. And this is a, an amazing way of trying to get around that hole. But there's so many thousands of little bits and pieces that you've got to replace in a, you know, in a pinball machine. When they break, it's expensive. And yeah. maybe this is a good way around it. And if it's got the two tables on there, I'm more inclined to believe that you'll be able to download a ton more, even if kind it's... Kind like a, the pinball effects, that kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but this would be like the best way to do it yeah 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 kind of wish we'd have picked up a leaflet on that one but uh um yeah we didn't but that was really cool uh got hands on with super meat boy forever for the switch so they had the um nintendo was spaced out a bit weird it was yeah. kind of like we're a part of ubisoft stuff obviously because marin rabbits we've got his own nintendo stuff here but right off in the indie section we've got the nindies yeah and uh yeah super meat boy forever it's not an endless runner i've been told um it is a runner but there is an end to it that was all right that played all right uh playing it in front of people and being really twitchy and all that sort of stuff is is not the best but no. uh it, yeah it played all right but it's not the super meat boy that you know yeah, uh, yeah. i was gonna say that you know and love but i don't think you like super meat boy because it's a I, bit I'm too twitchy for me yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it played alright. Now, I couldn't remember the name in the notes, but I do have the card here. We The first game we actually played was a game called Demambo, okay. which was the... It was kind of like Super Smash Brothers meets Super Meat Boy in the graphical style, but it was like you were a ball and you was trying to push people out of it, these yeah, arenas. Yeah, it was kind of like the, um, uh, the, uh, the brawl... Um... Nintendo Brawl thing game. Yeah, Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but it was like you had, it, instead of being like on a percentage system, it was like you just got lives. Yeah. And then when you've expended your last life, you can become this little gachapon, little kind of capsule machine thing that you can eat other things and you can get lives back. And that was all right. Yeah, it was alright. It seemed okay. Yeah, um, I, I was watching the guy. Is like he's talking us through because he was playing with us, and he's like, he's just blatantly letting me win. So he's like, "Oh no, oh I died." And I'm like, "No, I, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I can, I can see yeah, that yeah. you just let us win here." But yeah, uh, that was alright. One thing. Well, the main game that kind of stood out to us. Uh, just want to shout out to Rage and Justice. Yes. Because uh, that thing looks fucking awesome. Uh, we didn't get hands-on with this one, but we was talking to uh, one of the girls that worked on it. I don't know where. Yeah. I don't know what she was doing. This is kind of looks like a love letter to like Streets of Rage. It does, um, yeah. She mentioned like Final Fight. Uh, I mentioned Simpsons Arcade because we just played that game. Uh, but it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. I'm just going to use Streets of Rage as the prime example. Yeah. You just scroll from left to right. You punch things in the face. 
but this has the added thing of you were a cop, so you can choose to arrest them or kill them. Yeah. Which adds a bit more of a dynamic to it. Now, we were watching people playing this, and by the looks of it, there are challenges yes. to yeah. each mission as well. So it adds a little bit more to it, but the art style just looked brilliant. Yeah, it, it, if somebody put Streets of Rage 10 on there, or Streets of Rage X, or, or whatever, yeah. so this is a modern-day version of that, or, or like a HD remaster, you'd be like, yes, that is exactly that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was just like, you know, it was good to know. It's like, she's like, oh, it's done. But now we have to go through cert. And I'm like, oh, so when's it coming out? Then it's like, months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she she did say that this is the first time they've been through an extensive certification thing. So, it's, yeah, it's fair enough. But yeah, yeah. Raging Justice looked really good. It did, uh, yeah. it's, it's something on the radar to look out for, hopefully, sooner rather than later. Yeah, she said it was Couch Corp as well as online or that was a, a an upcoming feature i can't remember what she said i think she said it was because you asked that and i think she said that it was couch co-op at launch but they were looking to introduce online co-op later on yeah, uh, yeah. down the line so i mean when that comes i mean that kind of seems like a no-brainer for yeah for some co-op action so yeah yeah that could be a lot of fun i mean like i said to her and it, it wasn't a case of blowing smoke up her ass but it was like gone with the days where you had like side scrolling beat em ups that looked like Streets of Rage and or played like Streets of Rage, that sort of stuff. But yeah. it'd be nice to see that again. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really all we did at EGX. It was more a case of I just want to go home and play games now. So do you know since EGX all I've thought yeah. about is buying the Switch? Yeah. I've been I I've had my finger on the button three times today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're even stock up the local Sainsbury's which I walk to at lunchtime and I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> don't buy it Darren you've still got games <laughs> to play <laughs> but think about when the games run out You've then you've got more games to play oh no I know I'm, I'm just so tempted right now because um, that, that was the first time I'd seen uh, a Switch in action mm-hmm. and uh, I was like that, that ticks a lot of boxes for me does that I mean, we walked in the Nintendo section and saw like Odyssey running. And it's just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that looks like a really shiny Mario game. Yeah, I can get on board with that. But uh, yeah, man, the Switch, yeah. it's good shit. Very tempted right now. <laughs> so, as we're recording this, Darren will be hitting the buy button. Do, do, do you know what? I've just had a long conversation with Christina. Of I don't need it. I need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. Oh, look how much games are. I'm going to need a memory card. I don't need it. She went, You'll have one by the time you come back up from recording. I won't. You? I went, no, 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 maybe. No, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, I, I've, I've just bought one. It's, it's fine. I've yeah. just bought one. So look out for updates of this while I'm talking. Uh, and Darren's fake listening to me while he's looking. Well, I, actually, Christine says, what, do you need one now? Do you need one to start? Yes, yes, I do. No, I don't. Yes, yes. She went, well, if they're at Sainsbury's, do you want one for your birthday? I'm like, she went, I'll go get it. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> so game at the moment, I believe I saw today, have a bundle with Rayman Legends and Lego Worlds for two nine nine. Mm, yeah, and you but, could sell those games and maybe get somewhere else like Minecraft. Yeah, well, there seems to be a current deals at the moment for about two nineteen. You can pick it with Zelda. That's if you can get it at that sorry three nineteen with Zelda. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna say if you can get it at two nineteen, that's fucking no brainer. But yeah, yeah. So I, I'm being strong. I, I want to finish. Uh, I want to finish Fallout first, but 
again we'll get to that bit short you know what that that's actually quite commendable because not all of us are that strong so yeah yeah god damn um so outside of egx what else have you been playing outside of egx you and me played borderlands the pre-sequel the clap yeah. the claptastic voyage which wasn't bad at all you know what it was really good i had a lot of fun with this it's almost like the original team that did two yeah one two maybe wrote this one but then we discovered at the end, I think it is Australia that did this, but mm. because there was no Australians in sight, um, made it a better time. Not that we don't like Australians, yeah. Um, but we just don't like, like them the in Borderlands. Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially those damn space Australians. Um, mm. So yeah, uh, Claptastic Voyage had a lot of fun with that. We finished it in one session. We did, yeah. Uh, which was cool. Minecraft, Darren... So again, I'm, I I, I want to get things out of the way. Now that's now upgraded to the um, the Bedrock Edition. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. so I can what? So if if I sign up for a server or a realm, that means I can mm-hmm. play at home, on the loo, and on the Xbox. Exactly, mm. and then eventually on the Switch. Yes. <laughs> on the toilet, in the bedroom, yes. at work. Yes. <laughs> um. So I bought the Fallout 4 uh, texture pack. Ah, yes. Man, it's satisfying. I can imagine. Uh, now, I will warn you in advance, you haven't bought this yet, have you? No. Okay. So I bought it on the Xbox One version of Minecraft. Did it transfer? No. Oh, I thought it said most of the skins were transferring. Now, if you go into the the new just Minecraft uh, which is the better together yeah. one, which is, has all this fancy shit. Uh, if you go to the store, there's now what I can only assume are called Minecraft coins that you have to buy in game <sighs> to then. So it's like the texture pack for Fallout 4 is, uh, is it like 900 coins or something like that? And I'm like, but I've just bought this literally like fucking two days ago. Oh. Why does this not transfer over, sir? Um, maybe it'll come over eventually. Oh, that's kind of sucky. Well, I'll, I'll try mine because I, um, when the text packs first started coming out on the Xbox, I pro- bought pretty much every one of them. Mm. And then we just got silly. And I was like, no, I'm not buying every one of them now. Uh, I felt like uh, Fallout was kind of one of the essential ones. Yeah, but yeah. It's so good. It's got the music. It's, it's got all the mu- well, not all the music, but the only thing it's missing is is like a radio host or something like that. That'd be awesome. But th- it does have some like proper licensed music in there, nice uh, as well, which is is just really satisfying when you go around and and mining and you're listening to the music and it's man it's so good. The Witness, I played a bit of that. Now this came out on the iPad, but I haven't got that version. I bef- didn't even know it was coming out on the iPad. Mm. Uh, I was just playing the PS4 version of it, and I really like The Witness. Okay. Um, this is kind of a kind of misty on an island, but it's just line puzzles. I think I've spoke about this already, but uh, I don't know what made me kind of just load that up and just have a go. But I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna load this up and have a go, and I did. And it's not bad. Hmm. Um, but now it's on the iPad I'm thinking because essentially just walking around but you're doing the line puzzles so that makes it way easier on a touch screen Uh, okay Uh, so it might work pretty well Um, so I might give that a go cool Um, Titanfall 2 played some multiplayer played a bit more of single player man that game is really good yeah fuck yeah Titanfall 2 Um, and then yesterday Darren 
I dropped on Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I spoke about this on the last episode because I was like, man, Fallout 4, holy shit, that's a really good game. And you basically said that. And I'm like, yeah, it is. It's really good. Now, I got the French version of Fallout 4 because I have the Pip-Boy edition. Yeah. And it was kind of, you just get what you're given uh, off of Amazon. So it's like, right, okay, cool. And I was very worried about the season pass not working. Okay. So long story short, kind of looked on there the other night. And I'm like, oh, the season pass is thirty nine ninety nine. Right, okay. I'll just wait a couple of days for the game of the year edition. Yeah. And uh, you text me and it's like, it's forty nine ninety nine. I'm like, the fuck? Uh, which still obviously works out cheaper because the game to download is 20 quid and yeah. the season pass is 40. And then had a look on the PlayStation Store and it was like, no, it's thirty nine ninety nine. And I'm like, oh, no, this is a no-brainer then, obviously. I might as well just buy the game and the DLC yeah. together for the exact same price as the season pass was. So uh, that is currently installed on my hard drive, ready to be touched in a loving way. Um, loaded it up last night just to see out of interest if my load does work, and no, it doesn't. So no, I'm starting yeah. that game from scratch. But you know what? That makes me happy because I can... I can play it from scratch all over again and actually know what the fuck I'm doing. Now, let me talk about Fallout. You talk about Fallout, Darren. So, I have now seen all three endings. Cool. Spoiler, there are three endings. Yep. Yep, just a bit. And I am very happy now. that So, based on which faction you go with, uh, which group you go with, it then locks out some missions. Uh, mm. And thus locking out some trophies. Um, so I followed the guide, so I made sure I got all those. And on Sunday, yeah, Sunday, I reverted my save back to one where all the factions were happy with me. And I've started playing the game properly. Okay, cool. So just going for the wonders, just going doing the little side missions, just starting to link up all the settlements. And I tell you what, I love it, Terry. I love it. Do you love that Fallout 4, Darren? I do. It looks amazing. It sounds amazing. <laughs> And it's just so much fun. So when you loaded it up for me to show me off, it's it's fancy pro stuff. Mm. Like, right, okay, cool. Let's see how this goes. And you're just like, look at this god race. Look at this. Look at it. And I'm just like, whoa. Whoa, this game looks totally different from when it did at launch. Man, mm. they've put some work into this. Yeah. The textures just look cleaner. Everything just looks clean. Never has a wasteland looked so lovely. Um, yeah. But I'm genuinely excited to go back to that. So once we recorded this, and then I'll probably edit this tomorrow, yeah. um, I'm probably just going to be all in on Fallout. Yeah, and I can't wait to hear of your experiences. I mean, it's been it's been a couple of years now since we spoke about because we were playing at the same time for a couple of months. Yeah, uh, we we kind of had the Wasteland Diaries. Mm, uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, we were doing it once every so often where we was kind of updating as to what was going on because uh, we talked about that game for probably a couple months straight. Yeah on the podcast and then it just took a dip because other games came into his lives and stuff yeah uh, but now it feels it feels right to go back down yeah yeah so yeah. i'm just a mop up of the uh of the trophies then i can't wait to get onto the uh creator content and the mods because mm. i think with some mods that game could be very sexy that and drop on the season pass and then you get make your own vault down i i know i know and that that's where all my life goes and then Nuka World and Far Harbor and extra stuff that you can spend another 50 hours in there. I can't wait. 
goddamn Fallout 4. But, uh, man. I, I mean, congrats for finishing it. Jesus. Yeah, well, um, well to be fair, I, I did follow a guide. It still took me, I think it was 48 hours mm-hmm. to do it. Um, but I, I think that I finished on 76% of the trophies. So the the rest of the collectible ones and that shitty get your settlement up to 100. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to just going wandering around, picking up all the stuff. Really, yeah. I, I pretty much lost the entire of Sunday to it. What if, right, okay, let me drop this one on you. Mm-hmm. What if Fallout came to the Switch? I mean, Skyrim's coming, mm. Doom's coming, Wolfenstein's coming, Bethesda kind of seem all in on the Switch at the moment. This doesn't seem like it would be a not-so-doable thing. Mm. That'd be nice. I can't see it being anywhere near as shiny. However, if they could put Fallout onto a Switch, that'd be... Uh, Life changing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Damn. the only problem with that is, as I find when I go and play Fallout, is I think right, I'll, I'll just go and do one mission. Just go. And do, that's all I'm going to do. It's four or five hours later by the time I finish because I've done the mission. I've picked up all the stuff on the way back. I've sorted out the stuff. I've upgraded some guns. I've sold some stuff. I've bought some more this, that, and the other. And it's just like, oh yeah, shit. What was I doing again? <laughs> now imagine if doing that, like, but you're taking a shit and you're playing Fallout. And then all of a sudden, like, six hours have gone and you've lost all feeling to your lower extremities. So, you know how you can remote play with a Vita? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has already happened. It has, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for, the, for those of us that don't have a really good remote play device, because uh, the Vita's, I'm not going to say it's fantastic at that, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's passable. But no, sw- fall out on the Switch, please. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only other thing I've been playing uh, is uh, Farpoint, which is mm. the VR game. Yeah. It's all right. It's it's quite immersive. It's not mind-blowing. Um, it's kind of relies a bit too much on jump scares, I would say. It's almost like those horrible little spider things are like designed to like just fuck you up. Those, uh, those facehugger things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Uh, oh yeah, because I, I I did play a bit of that down at yours. It, it, it um, was funny because I, I went in the other room and talking to Christina and did you get fuck off, fuck off, fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's, what's he doing? And says, oh, yeah. It's like, all right, okay. <laughs> I was kind of worried that she might have been on like a fucking works call or something like that, and I was like, fuck off, just in the background, just like, what the fuck is going on at yours? Yeah. Uh, I was a bit conscious about that, so I was just like, right, okay, just calm it down a little bit, and then they keep jumping at you, so it's just fuck everything yeah. about that game. It's alright, it, it seems okay. I mean, I only played, like, what, 15 minutes of it, and that seemed enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I've only done the first level, because it was just like, it's quite immersive, but it's just like, you hear the scuttling, and it's just like, oh my god, where is it? And then you shoot it. Uh, but the thing is, um, it seems to be designed, I wouldn't say it's an on-rail shooter, but it's designed mm. to be used with the that aim controller, where you kind of yeah. point the aim controller in direction and kind of move forward. So it's, it, it's fairly, well, it's extremely linear. You can't exactly go exploring. Now, when I when I saw Farpoint, I actually thought it was an on rails thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, when it was first announced, and it's oh, okay, that looks all right. It's kind of it's got a bit of a story to it, and it's a you know it's a thing. But no, I was surprised when it's like oh no, walk around. It's it's kind of like a twin sticky thing, and you kind of look around with the face and yeah, and shoot things. The only awkward thing I found was 
because I literally had the controller pretty much under my chin. Yeah, yeah. To like get the gun to a point of where I could aim down sights and and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but, and again, that's because it, it is designed for the aim controller because that's obviously mm. where the gun would be. Yeah, so I suppose you could probably get away with just the motion controls, right? Um, I mean, it's, that's good. They've got D pads on them, so yeah, maybe, maybe you could, maybe try and give that a go, see what it's like. Yeah, well, to be fair, it's on rental. I'm I'm tempted to send it back because although it's it's quite immersive and it's quite pretty in points, it, it's not something I'm dying to finish. You've seen enough. You've yeah. seen what you needed to see. Yeah, and things jumping out mm. at me is not something I want to see a lot of. Not really, no. And then that big spidery thing, yep. and I'm like, what the fuck? And I think at that point is where I stopped. Yep. Because I'm just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with this. You can fuck everything. <laughs> fuck this game. Yeah, and that's how I felt. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, <laughs> slightly longer than normal, but that's what we've mm. been playing. Let's discuss what we've watched. Hmm. Checkpoint. So Terry, hmm. tell me, what have you been watching? Crystal Maze, Darren. Crystal Maze is kind of cool. Um, you know you know what? It really is. It, it, it wasn't really as bad as you th- made out it was going to be. Did I make episode? it out like it was bad? Yeah, you said there's a load of millennial girls that are talking about Snapchat and stuff. They were just very giggly and just overly just happy about everything. They're just like they, when you you've like not been introduced to the world yet. You just not you just don't know what it's like, man. <laughs> uh, you're hashtagging and you're Instagramming the fuck. It wasn't that bad to be honest. No, it no. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh shit, they're just all chirpy, cheapy and goddamn. I caught up um man that sorry, let's let's put this in air quotes. Cosplay episode. Uh, show oh, was furries. interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. It's like, oh, um so cosplay, what's that? It's like, oh, it's a play on costume and play, and I'm like, no, tell him what furries are. <laughs> T- f- furries you people just want to dress up as like fairy animals and fuck each other. Yep. Um, maybe not that last bit, but you just want to dress up as like furry animals. Yep. Which I was quite surprised that they they didn't uh, straight up say these are f- we are furries. This is what we do. Yeah, but yeah. They're just the nerdiest bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Crystal Maze is, is still really good. Yeah, I can't complain about that. Uh, let's see, movies wise, I was watching a film called Death Note. Is which... that anything to do with the Netflix series Death Note? So, Death Note is based on an anime right, okay. called Death Note. Uh, I think that is on Netflix, actually. I know there was a series on there called okay. Death Note. Uh, was it live action? I can't remember. Anyway, there's a thing on there called Death Note, but it is based on an anime. Uh, apparently, people that like the anime apparently just cannot stand this film. Right. Because okay. they've changed so much of it. But because I haven't watched this anime... Uh, I don't know that, so I've only got the film as context. Right. Um, the film is fine. Okay. It's it's okay. Um, premise, long story short, guy gets a book where he writes people's names and it kills people. Okay. And Lovely. that's about it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... A, it, it's You know what? It's I didn't mind it. It was okay, but I'm pretty sure had I seen the anime... It's like anything else, you see something is like as we've read player one, uh, we've read the book, the film probably won't live up to the expectation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just not as good as that. It's, it's just not raw. And that's kind of been the internet's um opinion of, of this film. 
Mm. Which is okay. fair enough. Um, but I didn't mind it. It's, it's all right. And then I watched a film with Pierce Brosnan called IT. This is not this is not the film about the clown. No, this has just gone to one of the streaming services. Netflix. This is a Netflix original. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Okay. It, it was okay. Uh, it was it was kind of like a suspense thrillery thing, but it, there was not a lot of suspense. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's an interesting premise, but they didn't really take it in fantastic places and stuff. It was it was, I think it was like an hour and a half, and I was watching the background while I was editing the podcast, and I'm like, this 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 seems okay. Okay. We've got a film to talk about together, Darren. We... Not that we watched it together, but we, we we should probably talk about Baywatch. Yeah, I think we should. It's really good. So, yes, uh, and it, it was it was £6 well spent. Um, mm. I really, really enjoyed this film. And I have to say, The Rock is so high up in my estimations at the moment. It, oh, The Rock is awesome. It seems everything he touches turns to gold. Um, mm. And I just love his corny sense of humour. It uh, plays very well. It, it does. I mean, and you, you've not watched the last couple of Fast and the Furiouses, um, but he plays basically the rock in everything. Nice. And he's, uh, he's, he's genius in that. And and this, it, it was... I was kind of on the fence. I was like, shit, I, I really... After watching Chips, I was like, God, I hope Baywatch is good because it, it could easily go the wrong way. Yeah. And right from the start, there was, there was just a scene where... You saw a slow motion dive into into fire, I think it was, and he rescued somebody, he popped out, and it just said uh, bear watch behind him, and then you had two dolphins spin up behind him. You're like, <laughs> right, it's gonna be one of those films. Yeah, it was it was the slow motion walking out with the guy in his arms with the dolphins, and I think there was rainbows in there as in well, the world, and things yeah, glistening, yeah. and it was just like, this is already fucking dumb. Yeah, uh, and then it got dumber and more awesome from there. Um, and you know what? Really enjoyable film. Both Christina and I watched it, and uh, we laughed out loud on many of occasions. The scene in the uh, the the mog scene, shall we say? The mog scene, yes. That, that, that I, was I, that's not good. a spoiler, is it? No, no, no. Yeah, no. There's a scene with a mog, and yes, that was very good. Um, um. I I giggled <laughs> like a five year old at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It, it it's very childish humor that I think you said that Chips tried to pull off but just fucking missed. So that that was a weird thing. So I we then uh, watched Chips afterwards because I, I said to Christina, I said, right, listen, if you like this, now watch Chips. And um, we sat and watched it for like two hours, and she went, yeah, that's not as good. It is exactly the same jokes, but they just don't come off. And it's baffling as to kind of how Baywatch managed to pull it off. But like I say, it's I think it was with The Rock's kind of dry sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the writing was very good on it. But yeah, man, Baywatch is, is really good. Shocker, Darren. The internet didn't seem to like it that much. Yeah, there we go. I, I will have to say one thing. <laughs> I, I would love to spend some time training with The Rock if Zac Efron's anything to go by. Because holy shit was he ripped. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, and then it was like, "Wow, Zac Efron, what the fuck?" I was, I was like, "Is, is that being superimposed? What, what is that?" Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just totally blown away by it. He was just like, "Wow," 
and then you kind of go on YouTube and then I think there are videos out there like of him training with The Rock and it's just like, fuck. Yeah. That must have been a strict training regimen, but The Rock is ripped as fuck as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. no wonder. But yeah, man, The Rock is really good, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. Apart from some of his early stuff, but yeah. Yeah. He's found his groove. Right, okay, so that was Baywatch. Let's see, what else have I watched? I've watched Wonder Woman. Mm, okay. How, how, how was Wonder Woman? It was all right. Oh. Um, Better or worse than Batman versus Superman? Oh, Darren, no. So, <laughs> you, know, you know the exciting bit of Batman versus Superman, like the last hour? I was going to peg it down to that scene with Batman in the warehouse. That was kind of the most exciting scene of that film, but go on. So about, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, I, for me, it didn't... People were saying, oh my God, it's the best film ever. But it it, it's, it, it was a good, solid seven, seven and a half. I, mm. I enjoyed it. There was a lot of good things that happened in it. Kind of weird having uh, Chris Pine, is it? Uh, Mr. Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. He was in it as well, so it was kind of weird seeing him. Uh, for me, it felt a lot like um, the original Captain America. Okay. In the way there, because it was done in that kind of era, um, so you mm. kind of had Wonder Woman and her, her band of merry men in the same way that in Captain America, you had him and his band of merry men, and they had to go defeat an evil something. And they were both pretty much very similar story arcs. Hmm. Um, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. There were, there were some good bits in it, but I wasn't blown away by it. But Wonder Woman, am I right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this yet, so I'm, I'm, I do want to kind of chill out and watch it at some point. Cause um, I, I did hear some good stuff. But... Yeah, I mean, as I said, it, it, it's not a bad film at all. It's just, no. uh, it's just not. I, for me, it's not the ten out of ten that people have been giving it. Sure, okay. Now, he's, he's a film series that really needs to stop. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> what a weird segue. Yeah. Um, so, I can't, I can't even remember. Some, somebody's Revenge. It's another Pirates of the Caribbean. And the, the, for reasons, there's a curse. Uh, for reasons, Johnny Depp will bumble his way through it. For reasons, he will come up trumps. Mm. Uh, and that's two and a half hours. It's almost like you've described the past few films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing. That there's nothing new in it. It's just like, oh, we'll, we'll do this story this time. And it's just like, well, that was the same as last one. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's different special effects this time. Yeah, so... Yeah, it, it was... A bit, uh, I think there are more, but I do think they need to stop. Mm. Because this wasn't really... It It was one of those things that if, if you're flicking through the TV on a like Sunday afternoon and it's on halfway through, you'll probably have it on in the background while you're fanning around on your phone or, or on your iPad. Yeah. But doing so, you won't miss any story. Mm. This is the fifth one in the it's series? the fifth, I think, yeah. So rule of thumb says that there's going to be at least one more. Yes. Just so they yeah. can sell two trilogies, yeah. <laughs> and then split into two parts yay yeah. um, but it, it wasn't very good mm. in fact I don't even think the CG was that good on this um, the, the past because I, I remember when I first got the, the PS3 I think it was and I got a, a Blu-ray demo disc with it and it had um, had one of the Pirates of the Caribbean on as, as like a demo of like wow this looks amazing um, Yeah, this didn't look that good 
Huh. The CG was okay. Uh, the, there was one or two bits which were good, but the the main um, the main enemies, shall we say, in their um, the the CG of how they were done wasn't very good at all. I I, I think on on four K that will look horrendous. Mm, you, you almost want to watch it on standard definition uh, or on like a DVD or something. Hell. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think you'd see the edges far too much. God damn it, Darren, that's harsh. I know. Uh, let's see. TV wise, South Park is back. I love some South Park. Yeah, it, it's almost it. like they've timed it for maybe like a uh, game coming out. That's weird because apparently there is a game coming out called South Park: The Fractured But Whole. So what they did last time was um, there was three or four episodes that led up to the beginning of um, the Stick of Truth. Oh, okay. And then the Stick of Truth game started from where that one ended. I kind of hope they're doing that with this one. Because if it does, it's, that's going to get me proper juice for Fractured Butthole. That actually would be really good. Mm. Uh, that's actually really clever. Yeah. I, I don't watch South Park. I, I've watched the film. I've, I've watched a couple of episodes when they've been on like TV or something like that, but I've never really got into it. Um, so it's quite interesting. They're, they're pressing buttons, which I think they don't really want to press. Uh, don't Controversial. Want to get, yeah, don't want to get into all politics things, but... Fair you, enough. <laughs> you know how, how somebody should really take a phone off Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah, it's half pack. We're poking with the same stick. So ah, it's like, stop okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want political shit in my South Park. No, it, it was funny, though, but they, they were they were really pushing buttons. And it's just like if... if yeah, if... North Korea kind of got onto it. They'd be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Hang on, <laughs> yeah." Um, but yeah, interesting. Um, I finished Mist uh, or The Mist on Netflix. Mm. Um, forgettable. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it, it, forgettable. Yeah, I think as I mentioned last time, it, it just turned into a survival something. So replace fog with zombies or aliens or creatures or whatever and you've got the same kind of thing just humans mm-hmm. huddled up in in various places just getting along or not getting along right with okay. some kind of lame story arcs kind of stitching it all together it was okay um mm. but it finished in a way that suggested that there's going to be season two and i'm like not in here there isn't <laughs> <laughs> Scream yeah. that comes to mind yeah, is, is yeah, one that yeah. was written off completely. Yeah. yeah, and then just finally, I've watched the first two episodes of uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, that's the Netflix thing. Which, you know what? It looks absolutely gorgeous. Hmm. They've really put some effort into making these universes and these ships and everything looking really good. Yeah, um, characters. I think they're yet to find their feet. Okay. There's not really any of them that I could tell you their names right now, and uh, the characters at the moment are fairly dull. Mm. But it was kind of a two-parter where at the end of it, stuff happens, so it's almost like the crew's then established. Stuff happens? The fuck? Yeah, I know. So the um, thing that annoys me is I kind of wish they'd gone forward. So Voyager, I think, ended on... Uh, did you you go to the end of Voyager? No, I tried to start all over again, and I'm like, this, this, I can't, okay. I can't do this. So things happen at the end of Voyager, and you think, wow, that's a really good place. Um, I kind of wish they would start a Star Trek there, because there's like future tech and stuff and Borg and things. 
but no, they've gone they've gone pre Kirk. So is this not pre Enterprise? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's what we mean by pre Kirk. Oh right, no, because there was Star Trek Enterprise. Um, I'm not sure if it's before then, uh, but it's it 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 was loosely talking about the the Klingon uprising. Mm, and it's like okay. haven't we had all this before? I was going to say, is this based in the J.J. Abrams verse, or is this just based in the timeline of the TV show? I'm, I'm not sure. I've, I've not read up okay. on it. Um, all okay. I do know is that the ships are very J.J. Is there a lot of lens flare? There is, yes, lots. Then it's probably set somewhere near the J.J. Abrams stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I still have to get round to watching this yet, but I do want to watch it. Yeah, it's okay. Well, the first two episodes are on Netflix, and I think it's going to be a, a Monday thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. I didn't hate it. Um, okay. I didn't love it. It was. It was okay to watch. Sure. And I'm in, interested to see where it goes. Okay. Cool. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Hmm. So Terry, yeah, I challenge you to go and watch Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, you did. Something nice and easy to watch when you got back from Eurogamer. Mm-hmm. Was it the perfect Sunday afternoon film, or was it horrible? You know what? It was really good. It was a really nice, chilled. Just, just watch some, just, just watch something for a couple of hours, and just let humor happen to you. Hmm. It was really good. Um, yeah, th- this was actually uh, a really good film. I enjoyed this. Um, being in a stupor, I can't remember much of it <laughs> because I was like, I just want to let anything happen to me right now, just as long as it's not having to, you know, Move. do anything, <laughs> yeah. exert exert any form of energy at this moment in time. So. Um, but it was just like I, I recognized some people in it. Mm. Uh, it was like, you know, Dick Jones from Robocop, yep. and I'm like, Dick Jones from Robocop, what are you doing here? And he's like, Yeah, I'm this dude, and I'm like, Oh, you're gonna turn bad, like towards the end. And surprisingly, he didn't. <laughs> I'm like, What the fuck? You, you, you're a bad guy. What are you doing? Uh, Dick Jones is wanted for murder. Um, it was um. Dude out of uh, Breaking Bad, can't remember the guy's name. Uh, it, was the, it was the guy that did the stuff and the things. Oh, him, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Mike Erms, Erms, nope. um, Herman Trout. Oh, Herman Trout. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was in it. He was the dude that killed Axel Foley's friend. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then there was one of the Wayne's brothers who just had a very small bit role as a hotel guy who gave him the banana to shove in the tailpipe of the car to make it break down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was better than uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. That's not hard. Although it was funny that it was like, Serge is there. And it was like, I recognise him, he's from 3. Uh, but obviously I watched it the wrong way around. I watched 3 first. Yep. And it was just like, that, yeah. Spoiler. That probably had more impact if... Yeah, sorry. Um, that probably had more impact had I watched it in order. But, uh, yeah, it was just a case of... Yeah, Foley's friend gets killed. He goes to Beverly Hills and does stuff outside of his jurisdiction. And he was like a rogue cop dude. And hilarity and stuff ensues. And it was it was good. Mm. I enjoyed it. It was all right. It was a very simple film to watch, and I appreciated that. Because <laughs> I didn't need much. I just needed a film to put on and just kind of hope I didn't die or melt into my bed. Cool. 
yeah. Okay, so the next one. And this comes recommended by Trev. And to be honest, this is a cracking film to recommend. Okay. Your next film is Silent Running. Okay. Now, yes, I, I, I can't pretend I haven't heard of this because he kept on shouting at me. <laughs> now, this is going to be interesting what you think. So I've got fond memories of this. I've seen it a couple of times. I haven't seen it for maybe 10, 15 years, but I do remember really enjoying it. Okay. Um, I believe it's a 1970s film, may I say? Is it 79 or something like that? I think we checked at the time. Yeah. But, uh, so I'd okay. be very interested to see how this how this stands. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, your next challenge is Silent Running. Fair enough. Terry, let's discuss what we've read. Okay. So what have you been reading? So, I read, finished, Hack Slash, hmm. Omnibus Volume 1. It turned out it was only a couple stories from the end of that book anyway. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and you know what? It, it held up. It was really good. Uh, to the point of where I'm like, man, I should just buy Volume 2 and just keep this shit going. Um which I haven't done as of yet, but I will do because I really enjoyed Hackslash. Mm, okay. Uh, as evidenced by the last episode where I was saying how good Hackslash was. Um, and then in the last issues or like story arc, um, Chucky was in it. Oh, right. That actual Chucky yeah, yeah. from the slasher film Chucky. Uh, and uh, they had to work together to do stuff because someone had stolen an amulet that allowed... Um, uh, this this enemy to steal um, souls souls and stuff and swap bodies and things okay. and it was you know it was good um, just the fact that they had Chucky in there I'm like I was not expecting this uh, but it was good it was good stuff cool that's kind of the main thing I've been reading uh, my commutes and stuff like coming down to Eurogamer and and all that sort of stuff was comprised mainly of music and okay. catching up on podcasts because I needed to catch up on some podcasts. Yeah. Um, I listened to the Midlife Gamer, the uh, live show yeah. that they did. Uh, they posted that very quickly, and that was actually quite funny. Uh, Jace doing his Jace things of doing your recruitment drive thing. Yeah, yeah. Which came across. Uh, I, I mean, he did tell me about that on the Saturday night, and he's like, no, so what I did was... <laughs> I was like, all right. And then when I heard it, I'm like... Man, I would not have liked to be on the receiving end of that. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just like, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? And that's might... so someone had, yeah, someone had told me about that in advance. And I'm like, that sounds as like awkward as you would think it would. Yeah. And then yeah, sure as shit, you know. And to be if, fair, if Matt and Darren do join, uh, that would be absolutely amazing. However, if they don't, I totally understand. Um, it, it's. It's not easy, the Tough Mudder, but it's not as hard as all the adverts and everything make out. So why am I doing it? Uh, because you're going to be a super athlete by that time. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so I have been reading one thing, one thing alone. Okay. And when I say reading, I mean listening. Okay. So I I, I was flicking around on, on Audible and I was like, right, I need something interesting. I need something fairly easy to listen to because I've got some fairly hefty work coming up so mm. I can't really concentrate I just want to be like carried 
Sure. And I uh, I got a recommendation uh, for a book called uh, We Are Legion, We Are Bob. <laughs> okay. And I was like, mm, sounds interesting. And it's part of a trilogy. Quick synopsis without spoiling. You've got a dude that for reasons has lots of money or has just come into a loads of money. And his name mm-hmm. is Bob. Okay. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to go into cryo-freeze when I die and then they can revive me when when all is good. So he hand over this big bag of cash and then he went to a party and stuff. Um, then it turns into, should we say, a Futurama? For reasons, okay. he wakes up in the future in a jar. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's everything that then continues from that. He's woken up for a specific reason. Um, a specific mission, and it's him coming to terms with the future, should we say? Oh, okay. And it's very interesting, uh, very interesting. Um, yeah. I could tell you a lot more what happens, but that would spoil the first hour or so, and I don't want to do that. Sure, okay. The narrator is very good. It sounds very much like Dan Aykroyd, mm. and it just works really well. Um, there's a lot of humor in there. There's a lot of... Um, I would say it's quite as bad as Ready Player One, but there's a lot of references you'll get. Right, okay. Like a shitload of references, 80s references. Okay. But good, I, I enjoyed it, and I can see myself picking up the second and third book pretty soon. Okay, how long is the and is this book? Not long, I finished it day, and I think it was about 11 and a half hours. Sizable chunk. Yeah, yeah, but again, it's very easy to listen to. You're not going to miss too much if you're doing stuff. Right, okay. But yeah, there's there's some good humor in there. There's some there's some good techy nerdy type stuff in there, and mm. a lot of references to Star Wars, Star Trek, Simpsons, just just general stuff that you're familiar with. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, and that's what I've been reading. Um, so Terry, it's time. Yes, far. It's time for the reading corner. suggested we go read paper girls yeah um i'm gonna call slight bullshit on the oh my god you stole my idea of stranger things because it wasn't yes. really that was it it wasn't no there um, were similarities um there were four people on bike that rode bikes and mysterious stuff happened and i but it I, wasn't i got the feel that it was kind of 80s ish I think you uh, did it not say it out loud. It may have done. I, I did read this with on uh, Monday morning with a bit of a hangover. Right, okay, that's fine. Um, um, it was all right. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, so I only got through the first three, I think. Mm-hmm. So basically you've got these paper girls, as you would expect. Um, and if I, if I understand correctly, they were out like at four or five o'clock in the morning delivering papers and there were a bunch of uh, hooligans out at that time as well. It's just like, really? And then they got into a bit of a, a tuffle. And then they got to this machine which then transported them to another universe. And it was like, okay. <laughs> For well, reasons? Yeah, it, they found the machine. Mm. And then there were the guys in the black cloaks. Yeah, like with ninjas, the ninjas, yeah. Yeah, and then they were talking weird gibberish language. Yeah. Um, and then there was also these other people that were like this superior 
I'm going to say alien beings, but I don't think they are. They're just people from the future. Yeah, yeah, that's where I got. Uh, the the guys in the cloaks were time travelers-ish because they found an Apple iPod thing. That thing. was very weird. Yeah, so they had it all, almost like a white Apple TV. Yeah. With a massive Apple logo on it. It's like, uh, yeah, for some endorsement here. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the superior beings or the human things uh they have a guy that they talk to that basically looks like a white-haired jesus yeah but he's like a hippie jesus yeah uh that does stuff for reasons um i read all five issues of this one and it still doesn't really make it any clearer as to what the fuck's going on so uh well i i've got the five but i was Mm -hmm. uh, i was going through them when i was uh in air quotes working from home on monday Um, So I got through, I think I got through three and I'm like, hmm, this isn't really making a lot of sense. Then I answered a couple of emails. Then before I knew it, it was time to finish work. And I was like, no, if I don't get to the end, I don't think that's going to bother me too much. No, again, I I was also led down a path where I thought, oh, Stranger Things. Oh, man, I love that. Yeah. And just like, if I can have that in comic book form. And then I'm just like, this, this is kind of like it, but I think you've. Yeah. I think you've gone a bit overboard there, sir. Yeah. Like, what the fuck yeah, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is some strange shit that goes down, but not like nothing like Stranger Things. No. How dare you? How, how dare um, you? Exactly. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't mind it. I thought it was, it was fine. But I'm not in the way that Hackslash got under my skin. I don't think that this got to me in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of happy with the five issues that i read yeah and maybe go on wikipedia and just kind of catch up with the story or something i don't know yeah yeah sounds fair yeah so darren Mm. the next reading corner so people were having a go at me uh, as they usually do uh but um basically because i am the comic books guy and i recommend the things for the reading corner and we've never read judge dread or i've never read judge dread I like we should probably read some Judge Dread then. So Darren, mm. we're going to read some Judge Dread. Okay. And where better to start than Judge Dread Year One? Okay. I don't actually know if this is going to be any good. I was going to ask, um, you know, what's the best arc to read, but sure, this kind of maybe will introduce us to the characters and maybe go from there with the whole fine story arcs and stuff because it's a long running series. It turns out. Yeah. So. Sure. Um, this came out in 2013, I'm going to say, so okay. um, maybe it kind of shows the starts of Judge Dredd. So, yeah. like so we're going to read origin story type thing? I'm going to guess so. Okay. Uh, so yeah, maybe we get to grips with the characters a bit better with this one. So yep, the next one is going to be Judge Dredd, year one. Cool. Okay. And that was the reading corner. Okay, well, that's it for this show. If you want to get in touch, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's checkpointdone. If you want to find us on Facebook, search for Checkpoint Done. And if you want to go to the website, it's checkpointdone.com. Um, if you want to find us on YouTube, best place is either search for Checkpoint Done on there or go on the website and get the link there. Uh, failing that, if you want to 
speak to Terry or I individually, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. Yes, I am. Yes. So until the next show, goodbye. Bye.